Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. There they have over 180,000 downloadable titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners of Talk Direction Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This week, we will be recommending you check out One Direction, Who We Are, Our Official Autobiography, which is a book narrated by the boys themselves. So if you want to hear about their lives from before X Factor and through their journey of being in the band, this is a great option. Or if you simply love the sound of Harold's voice to fall asleep to, check out One Direction, Who We Are, Our Official Autobiography. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash talkdirection for your free audiobook. Welcome to episode 37 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 37th episode of Talk Direction. So Kara, I know this week's been really midtermy for you. How are you feeling? Are you stressed? Yeah, I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed and I feel like, I don't know, I have like so many essays due in the next, like this week and next week and just... But there's, like, also so many fun things I want to do. Like, tonight there's a pub quiz that, like, my program's putting on, and I really want to go, but I know I shouldn't Mm -hmm. because I have an essay due tomorrow that I haven't done. Um, But, like, I just feel like even my mom is like, Kara, you got to make the most of it. So, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you can, like, just put schoolwork not on the, like, back burner, but, like, the side burner, you know? Yeah, Um, I totally get you. A lot of it's about the experience more than, like, writing essays and stuff. Yeah, so... That's mm. frustrating. And when what is your break? It's coming up though, right? You have a spring break at some um, point. Um, it's the end of March. Oh, you've got a while. <laughs> yeah, and but we're like planning um like to go places, so I'm pretty excited about that. Like people from my house and Oh, that's stuff, nice. So. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so my midterms, I have like a whole bunch coming up, so it's going to be stressful Ugh. in the next week, but I've already been like super stressed with everything. There's yeah. just so much work going on. These like March is a tough and February is a tough month, I guess. Uh, oh, man. But we wanted to remind everyone that we have an advice episode coming up as we complain about college, you know, we're going to try to give, try to give people some advice. Um, so you can write in, we're going to do a bonus episode where we answer your questions. A lot of people have been asking things about like college and picking classes and how do you adjust to new um, circumstances and then some questions about boys and different things like that. But it really can be anything. So send us in your questions. It could be silly, whatever, and we'll try to, you know, use our knowledge to help you um, answer those. And then also, before we get to news, we just wanted to sort of start off the episode with a question we got from one of our listeners on Twitter, underscore Mary Jane underscore Perez, who asked us, do you feel any different since the boys are on break, or do you feel the same as before they went on break? Um, And I thought this was just sort of a good question, like, to sort of check in how we're feeling, because, like, I'm sure all of you guys are the same, where um, you fluctuate in how you're feeling about 
different boys and how you're feeling about One Direction in general, like where you stand and whether or not you think they're coming back or whatever. Um, I know on Zane we fluctuate all over the place. Um, yeah. So I just, I feel like it's been a couple months, you know, we saw them last perform in December on X Factor. It's been a couple months since we've, besides the Brits, we've really seen the boys, they've been doing their own thing. So I just wanted to do like a little check-in and how you're feeling about One Direction and whether or not they're coming back and just everything like that. Um, so I think that like, I don't know how I feel about the Brits that like only Liam and Louis went because I know Harry was in like England or London even at the time of the Brits so I'm just like I don't know kind of makes me happy that like at least two of them went but then it kind of makes me sad that like not all four of them went because mm-hmm. then I don't know it just like sort of makes it seem like they're like um not as together but like who knows like what their other the other boys plans were and stuff but I just I don't know I think like on a day-to-day basis like I'm still pretty neutral I still like you know talk about them all the time and they're still pretty you know big part of my life like hence this podcast and I wonder like how my like life would be different if I didn't have the podcast and if my thoughts would be different but mm-hmm. um I don't think so I think that'd still be like a pretty big part of like my you know mm-hmm. my essence if you will yeah um but I think that like I don't know it, it is kind of weird to not have as much like news going on but I think the fact that like Zane's like pretty relevant right now and like his albums come coming up and like his music videos has come out and stuff like that that's like giving me something else to do mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I'm just like pretty neutral day to day I think mm-hmm. um what about you um yeah I'm sort of similar I feel like Zane, like you said it's really even though like Zane's not my favorite it's really nice to have something like that to look forward to just because we know so much about him and it'll be interesting yeah. to see where it goes. Once you've like backlogged every single video someone's been in, you know, like, and you know all that, it's nice to see like where they go from there just to see how people progress as people, you know? Um, yeah. And I don't know. I wish there was more stuff coming up from the boys. I do like that. Like they're on break and I feel like they're each doing things that they want to do. And I know Niall's just been traveling everywhere and I feel like it's nice for them. I mean, it sucks for us who are over here. Like there's not a lot of new content. We don't get videos from them. They're not tweeting as much. Um, but, and then in terms of like them coming back, I, I don't know. Cause I know at the beginning when they said they were going on a break, it was like, we thought this is it. This is over. They're never coming back. And then a couple months later, we were like, no, they're totally coming back. Once we heard the boys yeah. talk about it. Um, and we're like, oh, yes, they said they're coming back. They're going to come back. They promised us. Um, and now sort of I'm not I'm not all the way back on they're never coming back, but I'm definitely sort of going back to the I don't know when they're going to come back. It could be quite a lot of years from now. Perhaps Harry's having his solo album before if he ever does a solo album. Um, before they come back. I don't know. I'm definitely unsure as to where I stand with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, like, don't want to put stock in anything right now. I'm just, like, you know, floating through Mm -hmm. life and just, like, letting whatever happen happen. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good good to let things happen that you have no control over. Am I right? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Buy no control on iTunes, right? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Um, all right, let's go into news. Uh, so like you said, the Brits happened and we sort of recorded our last episode, the night of the Brits while it was yeah. sort of happening at the same time. <laughs> so, um, we just want to update a bit. Louie and Liam were the ones who went, um, and we talked about their outfits like live on air last time. Yep. Um, 
but they ended up losing One Direction lost British group to Coldplay um, but they won Best Music Video for Drag Me Down, which was exciting, and Liam and Louie were there, and they gave a speech and were thanking the fans. And I think I really like that they are so much about thanking the fans, you know, while they say, like, a whole bunch of other stuff, like, or I thought it was really funny because Louie said some stuff, and then he, like, sort of passed off the hard stuff to Liam. It was like, <laughs> Liam, your turn, like, go ahead. Um, so classic. <laughs> and uh, it just... It's funny because I definitely have done that before to Kara, where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what else to say. Kara, take it away, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the speech was really nice, and Harry and Niall, who weren't there, both tweeted about it. Um, Harry posted a picture on Instagram, actually, with the caption, thank you to everyone who voted, H, and the picture was of a Scrabble board. And he had arranged the letters so that they spelled, thank you all the love, H. So cute. I mean, what a classic Harry thing to do, to take Scrabble pieces, you know, spell out his little phrase. I'm sure he knows all the fans know he plays Scrabble and like all the love is like such a Harry thing. I don't know. I feel like if you could encapsulate Harry's like aesthetic in like one in one picture, it would be this picture. And the fact it that he, really like, did would. it himself. Like, just imagine him, like, he has to, like, go through all the little tiles and, like, pick out each one and, like, place them. And he has to, like, space them so they're, like, perfectly, like, aligned. Yeah. And, like, it just, like, makes me so happy thinking about it. I know. And I feel like this is, like, the Scrabble board that, like, he always, like, um, I don't know, like, he always seems to have at his mom's house. So maybe I think this might be his mom's Scrabble board. So, like, mm-hmm. just him playing Scrabble with his mom. Just, like, man, all, everything about this makes me so happy. It's just like, so I'm just, many good things. Yes. Like, honestly, he goes, how am I going to thank the fans? Aha! Scrabble board time! <laughs> <I know. laughs> good stuff, Harry. You pulled yes. through even though you weren't there. Yes. Um, and then Niall tweeted, Incredible. Time and time again, you keep doing it. There's absolutely no doubt we have the best fans. Tomo said it in his speech. You guys are a different level. Thank you so much for the support. Glad Liam and Louie were there. Sounded like a great evening. I think it's, like, funny. I, it, or, like, how do they come up with new ways to thank the fans? Like, you're on a new level. We have the best fans in the world. Like, yeah. <laughs> massive thank you. <laughs> Just, like, they have to keep coming up with new things for everything they win. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Niall's been, like, out of the country, so I don't think he was even in England for the Brits. Um, Mm, Yeah. But, yeah. So I don't know when... No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that it's cute that he, like, like, watched their speech and stuff. Yeah. It's, like, so adorable. I know. Um, And I I don't know when we're going to see the boys again together, because, like, obviously they didn't all go together to this one. Um, and the Brits is pretty big, especially for British artists. So if they didn't go to this, I don't think they'll be going to other award shows coming up. Um, what is coming up? Like Kids' Choice Awards or something? Yeah, I don't think they'll be going to that yeah, one. Yeah, so not that that's one that all really famous people go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we will see, I guess. Uh, at the Brits on the red carpet, Liam and Louie were interviewed a number of times by different people and Louis was talking about Freddie in interviews sort of for the first time uh, and he said I'm still getting used to it being a dad it's my first time away from him so I miss him obviously but it's cool I do get Father's Day now 
Uh, and then when he was asked if he had changed a diaper or a nappy, he said, have I changed a nappy? I'd actually probably changed about a hundred nappies before Freddie because I used to help out with my sisters. So I have changed his nappy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, which I think, I just love the fact that Louis was like that older brother who had to take care of all his younger sisters. And like, I don't know. I feel like that's a really important role and a really like you learn a lot and you have to take on a lot of responsibility at a young age yeah where like you know he knows how to he knows kids a lot better than maybe someone who never had to go through that you know yeah um and then when he was asked about what question i mean not what question what word he would want freddie to say like for him to speak for the first time he said it's a tough question because the immaturity is just pushing through there but <laughs> dad so just some nice stuff talking about freddie um i wonder if we'll ever get like i i, I guess suppose not until louie does something but like no real interviews where he's like on a talk show and he can be asked about his son mm. um i don't know when that'll happen but yeah, we got little snippets. Mm -hmm. Then Louis's grandfather, Keith Tomlinson, also died uh, this past week, which is really sad. Um, but all the fans showed support on Twitter trending. Rip Keith. And I know Louis's grandfather was, like, super supportive of fans and of the boys. And he had a Twitter account and would always tweet different things, which I think is crazy because, uh, I mean, I don't have living grandparents at this point, but, like, my grandparents would never know how to use technology at all. Like, Twitter, yeah. there's no way. So, um, it's really cool that he was able to connect that way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And we also want to talk about Zane. So, we have a lot of Zane news. I've just sort of grouped it all together. The first thing is that it's you... Um, music video and studio version came out. We talked last week about It's You just from the live performance he did on Jimmy Fallon. Um, but let's start out with the cap capitalization of It's You. Our listener at Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67 wanted to know how we feel about the It's You capitalization, where it's like lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase for the title of the song. So how do you feel about that, Kara? Um, first of all, I, I love that we got this question because it just like they, our listeners know us so well that like they know that we care about this yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so thank you, Sarah, for asking us this. Um, so like when I first saw it, I was, I honestly genuinely thought that he was like joke, like not making a joke, but like just did it for the Facebook post or something like as a little like, you know, I don't know, to make it look cool. But like the fact that it's like the real, like the I real know. spelling of it or like the real capitalization, like, like, I don't know. It just makes me so, <laughs> I don't know. I just have to laugh because it's, it's just like ridiculous, but like kind of in a great way. Like it just sort of looks like something that like, like what I was saying before, like the, it fits the whole mind of mind thing. That's mm -hmm. like the whole like emo kid, like uh, the MySpace days. Like it really fits the whole aesthetic. So if that's yeah. the aesthetic Zane's going for. Maybe <laughs> Zane never got to have like the emo scene phase that he truly wanted to have. So this is like his like, you know, finally getting to express himself in that way. Um, but I just, like, remember, like, people doing this kind of capitalization on Facebook, like, way back in the day, like, 2007, 2008. Um, so, I don't know. It, it's definitely a throwback. Um, it's definitely a statement. Um, yeah. I wonder why he decided to do that. Um, I, I want to know, like, Zane's, like, 
uh, like reasoning behind all his capitalization. Like, you know, I just want to know it. Um, that's like the question I would ask him if I was interviewing him. <laughs> Honestly, but, that would be yeah important. Like, pillow talk is all caps. Exactly. His name is all caps. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like, will we see more of that in other song titles? Possibly. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's like, it's almost as if, like, he's, like, discovered, or he's, like, trying to be, like, overly unique in a way. Yeah. Like, or, like, you know, there's different types of poetry when, like, the first people who did it who really messed up, like, uh, grammar and, like, positioning on the word page and, like, space things out to look really cool. Like, that was done and it was really awesome and people have, like, continued to do stuff like that. But it's, like, he's trying to do it all. I don't really know. I don't know what I'm saying, but it's interesting. No, yeah, I feel you. I think, you know, Zane, you do you, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, so we got to hear the studio version of um, It's You. So how do, And I know last week we were saying, like, we'd like to hear it compared to the live version that we heard. How do you think it compares? And do you like it more than you liked the other version? Yeah, I definitely like the studio version better, I think. Um, it's definitely like, growing on me as a song. I think, yes, like, not yesterday, last week I talked about how it was kind of, kind of underwhelming and stuff. But, like, now I've been listening to it, not as much as I listen to Pillow Talk on repeat, but I've been, like, craving to listen to it. And, like, when I just had the live version, I wasn't, like, itching to go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think it's, like, it's a really soothing song. I think you have to be in the right mindset to listen to it. It's definitely, like, a late night type of song where you're just, like, you know, in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, lying on your bed, just, like, looking up at the ceiling. Like, you know, play some It's You. And it's, like, the perfect time. Um, but I think... Also, this is, like, a random side note, but I think, like, the the beginning part sounds a lot like um, Forrest Gump by um, Frank Ocean. I was trying to, like, figure out where the sound, uh, like, what the sound reminded me of, the very beginning part. And it's, like, weird because uh, the producer, I think, that worked on that song is, like, Frank Ocean's producer from Channel Orange. So it was just a weird connection that it sort of sounded similar. Interesting. Um, I'll have to listen to both of them simultaneously. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I listened to Frank Ocean's Orange. You did? Yeah, whatever it's called. What is it called? Channel Orange. Channel Orange. Yeah, I wanted to try it out. How'd you feel? Um, I thought it was okay. I only listened <laughs> once through. <laughs> okay. Um, but I didn't, I mean, I haven't given it a real, a real chance, but, okay. you know, yeah. I, I wasn't, like, blown away right away. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like, I don't, I mean, I don't know, like, your entire taste of music. I, I wouldn't peg you for that type of genre, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I love Frank Ocean. I think he's, like, definitely mm-hmm. a very interesting artist. Yeah. Um. So, what's next? Oh, yeah, so we got the um, music video as well. Um, oh, I never said my opinion on the studio yeah, yeah, version. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that it's better. I think I like it more. Um. Mm-hmm. I think just listening to it more, you also get to like it. Not that I've been listening that much. I have been listening to two other albums that have just come out, like, on repeat, so I haven't, like, gotten the chance, which I'm going to recommend them at the end. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, yeah, like you said, it's not a song that I would play when I was getting ready in the morning, which, yeah. for me, that's when I play a lot of my music. I mean, I also play music as I'm walking everywhere, but... Like, it's not something I would play then, so, like, you'd have to be in the right mood or, like, fall asleep to it type music. Mm. Um, so, yeah, then we also got the music video to the song, which was only available on Apple Music, and he's now done, like, the Beats 1 interview with Apple Music. Um, he's released this on Apple Music, so it seems like he's working closely with them. Um, and I feel like this will probably continue in the future, and I don't know if that means, like, 
people with Apple Music will get exclusive things. I'm not sure. Um, but I'll be interested because this seems like a partnership that's um, happening. So I'll be interested to see how that sort of on the business side carries out. Um, but yeah, the music video starred Nicola Peltz. She's a model. Um, I follow her on Instagram. So I recognize her when I saw the music video. Um, and it's sort of just this like slow motion-y black and white um, music video where it's like lots of looking rich people and fancy <laughs> outfits and like pools and very Hollywood like glamour type of thing, uh, I guess is how I would describe it. But what did you think about the music video, Kara? Um, okay, so first of all, I really don't like the whole thing where it's, like, only available on Apple Music. I feel like that's like, makes it so inaccessible to people, mm-hmm. um, which is really frustrating. I mean, you know, like, people get it up on other places in a second, but, like, I don't know. It, it just, like, frustrates me. I, like, get, like, where it's coming from from a business standpoint, but it just, like, I don't know. I hate when things are, like, uh, intentionally inaccessible to the public it frustrates me um but yeah anyway the music video um I think it was like really beautifully shot like I don't know I loved that it was in black and white I think it worked for the the sound of the song I think it was um I don't know I just thought it was very visually pleasing and like Zayn is such a beautiful man and to just like (laughs) see him like in live action again is just like very nice and just like um I don't know, like, nothing really happened in the music video. I kind of just got that he was, like, in love with this, that, the model girl and, like, it was unrequited and stuff, but, like, nothing really happened. I think it was just more, like, visually pleasing than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know, it didn't, like, blow me away, but also it was just, like, really um, nice to watch. And I think it's not, like, a replayable type thing, but it was, you know, nice when I was watching it. I think, I don't know, my one thing would be maybe um, for him to choose someone who isn't, like, the exact same, like, basically the exact same body type slash look as his, like, girlfriend. Just because I feel like he, maybe more diversity in that aspect would be, would Mm -hmm. be nice. Um... But yeah, I think that's like my only qualm with it. Um, what mm-hmm. about you? What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I think people talking about the the whole black and white thing. People were comparing it to Perfect music video, and I've seen oh my like gosh. people edit in clips of Zayn into the Perfect music video. <laughs> wow! Oh um, man, because <laughs> it did give that sort of the slow motiony black and white, more like beautiful shots looking thing yeah. rather than more of a story. Um, But yeah, so like, I didn't think it was that exciting of a music video, like, wow, we get a look at some pretty people, they're all fancy and rich, like, and and I know when my sister watched it, um, Rebecca, she was like, okay, like, wow, lots of pretty girls, we get it, like, she's, like, skinny and beautiful, Yeah. so, like, that was frustrating for her, but I also think that the music video could have, it also could have been sort of commenting on... Like, the glamour of Hollywood, especially in the party scene, where it was, like, just all these rich, skinny, beautiful people, um, that, and it was sort of fake, maybe, was talking about, but I don't think that was overt enough where I could say that I was for sure, and I I agree with you, I think there should be more diversity in the people in the music videos, and just sort of not glamorizing one, um, one type of beauty, because, you know, 
that's just I don't know. It's not a good it's not a good role model for young people or yeah, anyone definitely. really. And I think um I get where you're coming from where it's like um the whole like the I don't know the term like the seedy underbelly of like the fame and stuff because you know how yeah. he was talking about or he was like having that conversation with that guy and then he like walks away from him while he's like in the middle of the mm-hmm. conversation so it like seems like he's like trying to like comment on like how he like it was just like too fake for him or whatever but like it yeah I agree with you it wasn't like over or anything because it was just like that one tiny scene yeah and you had to like kind of be looking for it I guess um it mm-hmm. wasn't very clear what was yeah. going on so yeah I think um I don't know it was, it was very pretty though so mm-hmm. <clears throat> well shot <laughs> yeah definitely um then we also got a remix of pillow talk with little Wayne or Lil Wayne, is that how you say it? <laughs> um, and Zayn sort of does this rapping part of the song. Lil Wayne does a lot of rapping and sort of talking of part, parts of the song. Um, and then Zayn does a rapping sort of talking. It's not like super rappy, but I don't know. What did you think about this, Kara? Okay, so I went into it, and, like, at first I thought I had, like, two music tabs, or, like, two <laughs> tabs playing music, because, like, it was so, like, discordant sounding. Uh-huh. Like, in the beginning, and I was, like, literally, like, did someone listen to this before they put it out? Because it was just, like, it just did not sound good at all. Like Little Wayne sounded so weird. It didn't go at all with, like, it was, like, he was talking over something or something. Like, it didn't. Yeah. It, like, made no sense to me. I think they were, like, playing, like, seven different songs at, like, one time. (laughs) Seven different tracks. It was just, like, way too much. And then when it got into it, I was, like, okay, I can, I can, like, sort of, like, dig this I guess like it's kind of weird because I feel like Lil Wayne hasn't been like relevant in a while um mm-hmm. but I don't know I guess Zane's just trying to like get into the like the rapping mm-hmm. the rap culture the rap world mm-hmm. um but I don't know I I liked Zane's quote-unquote rapping part I thought that was pretty interesting to hear because we've never heard that before um but yeah I don't know I wasn't the biggest fan of it at some parts I was like okay yeah but then I was like it's not something I'm gonna go like listen to and like jam out to I think I prefer like the the regular pillow talk mm-hmm. yeah I think Zane sounded good on the little rapping part but it just yeah didn't fit like the rest of it didn't fit with pillow talk I don't know it was a little bit yeah. interesting um but I and this makes me want like wonder if he'll be rapping on the rest of the album for parts of it. I feel like he may have said this in some interview or like said he wasn't a rapper. I know he tweeted that, but does yeah. that mean we don't get to hear sort of this not super rap but sort of rap type thing that he's done on this song? Because I would like to hear more of it. I thought me it was too. good. Like I want it in other songs, um, and I've not just the like, remixes. You know? Yeah, same. And I think I think that like I've heard other places that like he would be rapping on this album but like who knows that's just like a like a rumor in the wind but mm-hmm. like I don't know I think that'd be interesting to see not and yeah not just on the remixes and not like just with other people mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah me too um and then we got the Target edition he's gonna be working with Target as a lot of artists do where they put a deluxe edition out in stores at Target so if you want to get the bonus songs you have to buy it um at Target, and the names of these songs came out, Do Something Good and Golden, which are the last two songs. Uh, we also found out that um, Pillow Talk, or maybe we knew this, like, I guess we knew this, but Pillow Talk's number two on the album, and It's You is number three on the album, um, and everything else is to be decided currently, or <laughs> we just don't know yet. Um, but yeah, I think finding out the bonus songs is interesting, because obviously they didn't make the actual album, 
Um, but they also sort of end the deluxe edition, you know? And I know if you look at, like, Taylor Swift's bonus Target deluxe edition, um, the last three songs, or whatever it is, the or the deluxe edition of her album, I don't know if it's the Target one, ha- they, like, fit with the story of the album. So a lot of times they're very important, and I feel like a lot of people will buy the um whatever so these songs i think are are quite important to know and i I, golden just makes me think of um like him talking about like going forward and him and like being himself and being golden and i don't know sort of like live forever type vibes yeah like stay gold pony boy from the outsiders exactly what a classic line and do something good it sounds interesting too um you know i wonder if it's gonna be like anything so i was listening to justin bieber's new album purpose um uh the other day i mean i love some of the songs to be honest like i don't like justin bieber as a as a um concept but (laughs) um yeah but like i do like so i i mean three of the songs i like so okay the singles i love um (laughs) but i was listening i looked the track list and there's literally a song called like what about the children or something um and i listened to it and it literally sounded like a joke because it started off like it was, like, just, like, him, like, whispering, like, what about the children? Like, oh what God. about... It was, like, this, like, monologue. And I was, like, this sounds like something that would be, like, on an SNL skit or something. <laughs> um, uh, the whole thing was ridiculous, but it, it was kind of great. Um, wasn't a fan, but it was just, like, I don't know. It was just funny. But anyway, I wonder if this is going to be something like that. Also, just the concept of bonus songs is, like, interesting to me. Because I feel like it's, like, an encore now that is just, like... It's like doesn't need mm-hmm. to be a separate thing because like you know what's gonna happen, but mm-hmm. it's it's like just so like in like I don't know, just like a part of music culture now that you are expected to like separate bonus. Yeah, tracks. that's so interesting. I love that comparison because it really is. It's like most people are going to if they don't buy it at Target. I know, I know. Like on iTunes, it's easier. Like the deluxe editions are always the albums that get like way up high. No one goes and doesn't like spend the extra two bucks to get like. Yeah the other songs. Everyone gets the deluxe edition. You want that on, it's, that's the full album, you know? With the Target edition, it's sort of slightly different because it's in, like, a physical copy in the store. Um, but that doesn't mean people aren't gonna get the songs, you know? I'm gonna freaking get those songs not by the Target edition, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, I definitely agree. It's just, like, those are, you're expected to just have bonus songs. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, 20 songs. That's a lot of songs in total. That's a big album. I mean, One that Direction. That's a lot. I don't think One Direction's gotten up to 20, maybe with bonus songs. I don't know. But, like, you certainly they're, like, 18 around there. Yeah. Um, but, like, for a, for an album, I mean, Adele did, like, 11 songs. You know, Macklemore has done, like, 12 or 13 on his new album. Um, mm-hmm. So, 20's a lot. That's exciting, though. Yeah, that is really exciting. Um, and then one of our listeners, underscore Mary Jane underscore Perez on Twitter said, are you going to pre-order Zane's album or have you pre-ordered Zane's album already? Kara. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's my cue. Um, so the answer is no, but just because um, I'm broke and I'm trying to like save up money slash I'm abroad. So like, you know, the whole traveling thing that costs money and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and, like, albums quickly, like, um, get pricey, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and I, um, I have the, I don't know what's it called, the, like, deluxe version of Spotify or whatever, the thing that costs, like, $3 a month for students. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the premium, that's what it's called. And so like then you can just download this the album to your phone and play it offline. So it's basically like the same thing, but it's like way cheaper um mm-hmm. in the long run. So I don't know. I'm just gonna, you know, listen to it on Spotify. So, you know, he gets he it's not like illegal or anything. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I feel like the only albums I actually buy are One Direction albums like once a year. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, I haven't pre-ordered it either. I mean, I have Apple Music now, thanks to my dad, which has just been, like, a total beautiful thing in my life, because I just get so much music. And I know, obviously, Spotify Premium's like, the same thing, <laughs> but I just yeah. didn't have that before. So now I have this, um, and I'll probably just get it from there when I listen, because mm-hmm. um, like you said, music is expensive, and yep. this summer I now have, I actually got a job. Um, oh, but it's an unpaid job, so oh. <laughs> so it's, a, it's an awesome experience, but I'm not going to get money, which is really frustrating because yeah. in student life, you know? Yeah. Um. All right, so let's move into our main discussion this week. Um. We're doing sort of a Harry Potter One Direction thing. I called it Harry Potter Direction, but maybe Kara has a better name for it when the episode goes <laughs> out. Um. We actually did a Harry Potter episode way back on episode number two, I believe it was. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a really long time ago. So back, way back in July, we put out an episode where we like chose different houses for the boys and talked about sorting them. Um, Because if you don't know, Kara and I are huge Harry Potter fans and like to the point where we listened to Harry Potter podcasts and went to the Quidditch World Cup and like we're we're pretty big fans we waited in line for like nine hours at the premiere of the last movie so like (laughs) you know i'm not afraid to admit it um so we wanted to do more with harry potter and one direction because these are our two loves in our life currently um and so we thought we'd do like marauder era stuff potter more sorting of the houses for each boy Um, And we actually, like, once we had talked about this, we got some messages on Tumblr from listeners asking us to do the same thing, which was just, like, a coincidence, um, because we had literally just talked about it. Um, But Anon Anon on Tumblr said, This is kind of silly, but since you both like Harry Potter, you might be amused. Now that Louis' baby has been born, don't don't the boys remind you of Marauders? Louis is James because he's the leader of the group is a prankster, plays sports, and now has a son when he's young. The other boys are a mixture of Remus and Sirius. I can definitely see Liam as Remus when he was younger. He would be perfect. He would, oh, he would be a prefect. Um, if Zane was still in the band, I would say he would Sirius because he's so pretty. Um, so let's talk about what we see each of the boys as, I guess. Okay. Um, and let's start with uh liam who did you have if we were and i and i sort of said marauders marauders era so like not necessarily each of the marauders maybe i should explain this i don't know if people know harry potter i just sort of assume that it's like common knowledge (laughs) um but so the marauders era in harry potter is harry potter's dad's like friend group back when they were younger and went to hogwarts so like Sirius black um um, James Potter, Peter Pettigrew, and, um, Remus Lupin, and then Lily was also there, and Snape was also there, um, Lily being Harry's mom, and Snape being Snape, um, so it's sort of like that, (laughs) that time era when they were kids at school, um, 
But yeah, and they were all like sort of a friend group, not Snape or Lily, but like the four boys were in a friend group. They like did pranks together. They did illegal magic together, different fun <laughs> things. Um, so yeah, let's start with Liam and who we would say Liam would be for the Marauders era. So this is really hard for me. And I feel like the only ones that I could like really pin down were Louis, maybe just Louis. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I could definitely, I chose Remus for Liam. Um, definitely like younger Liam and younger Remus. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like that was a good fit. Um, I think that once Lupin gets older and Liam gets older, the comparison kind of falls apart. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I could definitely see like Remus being like the you know the one who's kind of like worried about the rules, and Liam was like more like a like you know a rule abiding citizen back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely see that comparison, and I could see Liam as a prefect back in the day. Um, not so much now. Um, yeah. I could see Liam as being like a camp counselor. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be really fun. Not that like Harry, I mean Hogwarts has a uh, a camp, but like who knows, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think Liam would be Lupin, but again, back in the day, not now. Liam, because yeah. like when Liam, I mean, when Lupin gets older, he sort of becomes this mentor to Harry. He's like very yeah. wise and yeah. knows a lot of stuff. And I wouldn't say that's how I see Liam. I don't see Liam mm-hmm. as this like wise, like father figure type of mentor person at all. But definitely when he's younger, um, I yeah. see that comparison. And also, um, Liam has time to age, so maybe he'll be, like, a <laughs> wise mentor when he's that age, you know? Yeah. He is only 22. Yeah. Um, which is so weird, because if you think about the actual, like, cognitive development and brain development, like, physically, brains don't really stop. I mean, they're, they keep developing all the way, like, until you're, like, I mean, like, maturity-wise, like, 30s. So, it's just weird to think that people aren't you know, they can definitely change a lot in the next 10 years. Yeah. Um, okay, so for Louis, um, we probably put the same person, but yeah. I put James. Yep. And I talked about it on another episode that we did a 1D as for, but I think Louis, I could see very much like James, sort of the leader of the group, the prankster, um, like, joking around, not taking things super seriously, but also having a really, like, protective side and, like, a side that wants to do the right thing and do good for humanity. Um, That really reminds me of Louis a lot. And and like the Anon said, like, playing sports and I guess having a son when he's young. I don't know if I, like, would put that as, like, a key thing, but um, definitely the playing sports and prankster leader thing, I see. Yeah, I definitely agree with everything, and I think the non hit it on the head also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know, I, I definitely see the comparisons there, and I think it's it's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who did you have for Zane? Okay, so for Zane, um, I was thinking serious, um, just because I feel like um, Zooey is, like, the original, like, prankster team. Like, I know Lilo ended up being, like, what it is now, and, like, the prankster, you know, um, mm-hmm. s- um, James and Sirius dynamic, but I think that back in the day, like, Zane and Louie were, like, the original, like, James and, um, and Sirius dynamic, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see in that sense that Z- Zane could be, um, Sirius. Mm-hmm. I, I had Zane as serious too, and I agree with what you said about, like, 
James and Louis being, I mean, God, James <laughs> and Sirius and Louis and Zane sort of like having that com- comparable friendship. Um, I mean, not so much anymore, but I think uh. that's, <laughs> that sort of like reflects Sirius going off to Azkaban for 12 years. So maybe oh like God. 12 years from now, Zane will come back and Zeus will reunite. Yeah, um, I mean, you know how how James and Sirius reunited. Oh in yeah, their death. <laughs> in the alternate universe that I like to pretend happened. <laughs> no, well, when they die, you know, then they. Oh, that's true. Oh my god. <laughs> hopefully, Zane and Louis won't die though. Um, I mean, but, they will because they're human, but hopefully not soon. Yeah, not soon. This turned dark. I know, Jesus. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I see that. And, and what the Anon said about Zane just being pretty and, like, very, serious, very like, being that sort of, like, good-looking, handsome, like, long-haired, I don't know. Not, I mean, Harry has long hair, so that sort of works, too. But, um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I definitely see that. And I wouldn't yeah. pick Zane as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Niall, who did you have? I did not know who to choose. I just, like, put a bunch of question marks. Mm-hmm. What did you choose? I'll just take I, your answer. I mean, I didn't have anyone. I put Lupin just because I was the only one that, like, was, like, that I could see more of. More like Lupin's, like, now, like, like not now, older Lupin and, like, mm. Niall. Um, but really it didn't fit at all, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. He didn't really go with anyone for me. Niall's too ne- too unique to be boxed mm-hmm. in. For real. Um, and then lastly, Harry. Who did you have for Harry? Also, I had Sirius for him. Um, oh. I just... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, this is actually, like, the reason why, or at least on <laughs> my end, why I wanted to do, like, a Harry Potter, like, centered episode. Because I remember, like, um, a while ago, I was, like, texting Caitlin and talking about, like, imagine, like, um, 1D as, like, the Marauders. And, like, Harry would just... Harry... I could see Harry being serious with, like, the long hair. And, like, I feel like Sirius would be, like, wearing all these, like, cool, like, crazy clothes and wouldn't be afraid to, like, you know, bend gender norms and, like, you know, wear flowery shirts or just, like, bunches of jewelry and, like, rings and stuff. And I just feel, like, in the aesthetics, I feel like I could see them being, um, like, similar. hmm Yeah. I think that would just look so cool. If there was, like, a Marauders-era movie, which I think we all want in our life. Yes. And books. Um, yes. Harry should play serious. Oh like, my god, be this, yes. like, gender-neutral, like, hippie, like, floral-wearing serious. That would just be perfect. Yes. And, like, also, Sirius is so charming, and Harry is just, like, the epitome yeah. of charm. Yeah. So. Um, for Harry, I also had Lily, just because I think um, she was super, like, independent and, like, did her own thing and. Well, in my mm. mind, uh, I mean, you don't guard, yeah. like, you don't get a whole bunch from, like, the books, but, like, you know, you can sort of create what it was yeah. like. Because um, I think her and James, like, were not, they didn't get along, um, and, like, she was friends with Snape and would stick up for Snape and, like, didn't like James at all. They en- have ended up getting together, obviously, but um, I don't know. I sort of see Harry as this more, like, I don't know, independent like stick up for people type person. Yeah, I could see that. Um all right, so now we're going to do Pottermore house sorting. And what we got a um uh I think it was an anon wrote to us that said, "Could you take the Pottermore quiz and talk about the results on an episode?" 
Hopefully you'll get Gryffindor for Liam. Thanks. Love you guys. Heart, 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 heart. Um, so yeah, this was sort of came in at the same time we were discussing all this Harry Potter stuff. Um, so we're going to do that. And for those who don't know, Pottermore is the official JK Rowling site that has tons of information on characters that you don't get from the book. She's added a, it's sort of like an encyclopedia type thing. Um, you can take like sorting quizzes to find out which house you're in. Uh, I know it's been revamped recently, so I don't know if all the like tests and quizzes are back on there, but um, just a cool site to learn more if you're a really big Harry Potter fan. Um, but yeah, we're going to take... we So we sorted the boys previously, where we said, I think, I was sort of just going off memory, we said Liam would be in Gryffindor, Louis mm-hmm. would sort of be Gryffindor and Slytherin, mm-hmm. um, Niall would be Hufflepuff, Zane would be Slytherin and Ravenclaw, and Harry would be, like, Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff, um, which I think that's what we discussed on episode two, so you can go listen to that. We went into further detail. Um... Like, before we take the quizzes, I want to ask you how we would sort ourselves or if you've been sorted on Pottermore and what you got when you did that. Okay. So, um, I remember, like, back in the day, I think we discussed on, or doing this, like, on the episode two, but it's been a while, so, you know, we can, we can talk about it again. Um, so I remember taking it, like, oh man, it must have been, like, sophomore year of high school, I think that's when it came out, um, Pottermore. And, like, up until that point, I was, like, really, I was, like, thought I was, like, hardcore Ravenclaw for some reason. But, like, looking back on it, I'm definitely not Ravenclaw. But I took it and got Gryffindor and was, like, really, like, kind of horrified. But, like, now I've, like, really embraced that. And I feel like I'm, like, in between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. Um, mm-hmm. Like, a mix. I don't know which one I would be. But, like, I, I, took, I took the most recent Pottermore quiz and I got Gryffindor again. Um, and every single time I've taken, like um the quiz I've gotten Gryffindor so like clearly there's some Gryffindor like you know part of me so mm-hmm. um yeah but I've definitely like embraced that and um yeah but that's me I'm Gryffindor apparently um I definitely do think I'm like in between though Hufflepuff and Gryffindor so yeah mm-hmm. what about you um I don't know I feel I've taken the quiz a number of times and I've taken back when I took it the first time I got Hufflepuff I think like back in 10th grade yeah um I've taken the ones that people compiled online where they put, like, all the possible questions. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how they know what each, what it, like, would go to, you know? Because yeah. I think the questions are pretty vague, so I don't know how they would determine what each question meant you would be, but I've gotten Ravenclaw when I did that. Mm-hmm. And then I just retook it, the Pottermore test, and I got Gryffindor. Oh my um, god! What? So, <laughs> I think that, I feel like even though it's, like, the official way J.K. Rowling says she thinks the hat works I feel like what's more important is like how you feel and how you self-identify because like honestly the hat can see into your brain and me answering six questions on like a website isn't really showing who I am as a person yeah and like for me I would say I probably straddle Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff yeah um and I think probably more so now that I'm older I I'm more so like, Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff than me when I was younger and I thought I was Ravenclaw. I don't know, but I feel like as I get older, I'm becoming more, like, articulating and, like, confident in what I'm saying and really caring mm-hmm. about, like, I don't know, stuff that maybe is more leaning Ravenclaw. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say about me. I don't really know, though. It's confusing. Yeah, if I only remember there when... was a hat. 
I know, literally though. But I remember like in 10th grade when you got Hufflepuff, you were like kind of upset and um because like you know Hufflepuffs get a bad rep and like they I really will be, do. be the first one like I'm a Hufflepuff stan I will like defend <laughs> Hufflepuffs to the death and like um my entire when the new like Pottermore quiz came out like we all took it as a house um my like the house that I'm living in uh for study abroad and like I don't know like I think that like uh, Slytherin and Ravenclaw or Slytherin and Hufflepuff both get very bad reps and I like we had a very in-depth discussion that's why like I know that I like my housemates and they're you you like it was this one of the first like conversations that we've had or like mm-hmm. one of the first weeks that we were with each other and we were like had this very in-depth conversation about like how um Slytherins are portrayed and like how they're like negatively wow portrayed why and, like, am unfair. I not there with you Kara? I don't know you would make make a great housemate in this house <laughs> like oh man it was so great and like I'm very defensive of both Slytherin and Hufflepuff because I think that like the books and the movies um portray them in you know like the an unfair light and I know this isn't a Harry Potter um podcast I mean I guess it is today but um yeah <laughs> so if you're Slytherin or Hufflepuff be proud of that and you know I think that like um the the books and movies obviously center around um Gryffindors mostly so they're the ones who are shown to be like you know correct because um when a story center around someone usually they're the one that, like, gets, you know, gets to be portrayed as right and good and just and everything. But, like, obviously there's so many more nuances towards every house. And, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. So be proud of your houses. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Wow. Preach it, Kara. <laughs> um, so now we're actually going to take the quizzes for each of the boys. Um, so we're going to start off with sorting Liam. Okay. Um, which I have that. We have created a whole bunch of accounts on Pottermore for each of the boys. Um, so I'm going to my Liam Payne profile and I am going to be sorted and discover my house. So I'm going to read the um, question and the choices. And now, if this is done in a really annoying way where the choices aren't all there, you have to like flick through them. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But, you know. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> so, and then Kara and I are going to pretend we're Liam and answer the questions based on what we think the boys would each respond. Um, so, yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, so first question. And this is an assorted mix, so not each person will have the same questions, I don't think. Um, okay, moon or stars? What do you think Liam would choose? Um, oh man. Um, I want to go with moon. What about you? What do you think? I think moon too. Okay. This is so like <laughs> I love this. Hilarious. Yes. Okay. What are you most looking forward to learning at Hogwarts? Apparition and disapparition, being able to materialize and dematerialize at will. Transfiguration, turning one object into another object. Flying on a broomstick. Hexes and jinxes. All about magical creatures and how to befriend or care for them. Secrets about the castle. Every area of magic I can. Definitely the flying one. Definitely flying on broomstick. Yeah, same. All right. Um, A troll has gone berserk in the headmaster's study at Hogwarts. It is about to smash, crush, and tear several irreplaceable items and treasures. In which order would you rescue these objects from the troll's club if you could? 
First, a near dry, near nearly perfected cure for dragon pox, then the student records going a thousand years back, finally a mysterious handwritten book full of strange ruins. Well, this is just in all different orders. So, yeah. do you have an order that you think I um, think Liam would pick? The first one is the cure for or the nearly perfected cure for dragon pox. Mm-hmm, same. Um cuz yeah. And then the second one I think would be the mysterious book. And then the third one, I think, would be the records, because who gives, like, who cares about the records? Yeah. No offense, Hogwarts, but, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm selecting that one. Okay. Okay. Late at night, walking alone down the street, you hear a peculiar cry that you believe to have a magical source. Do you proceed with caution, keeping one hand on your concealed wand and an eye out for any disturbance? Draw your wand and try to discover the source of the noise. Draw your wand and stand your ground, or withdraw into the shadows to await developments while mentally reviewing the most appropriate defensive or offensive spells should trouble occur. I think draw your wand and try to find out where the sound is. Yeah. Okay, four goblets are placed before you. Which would you choose to drink? The foaming, frothing, silvery liquid that sparkles as though containing ground diamonds? The smooth, thick, richly purple drink that gives off a delicious smell of chocolate and plums. The golden liquid so bright that it hurts your eyes and which makes sunspots dance all around the room. Mm. Or the mysterious black liquid that gleams like ink and gives off fumes that make you see strange visions. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I want to say the purple one. The plum and purple chocolate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, cool. Okay, which of the following would you most hate people to call you? Ordinary, ignorant, cowardly, selfish. Hmm, I'm between cowardly and selfish. Yeah, I was thinking cowardly. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Select. Okay, now we have the um, animal one again. We're going brown owl. Yep. Okay, black or white. (laughs) Oh my god. This one always, like, messes me up. I I know. I go back and forth. I'm like, what is she trying to make me think? Like, I like black clothing, but, like, I don't know. I don't really represent a dark type of person. <laughs> like, throws mm. me off. I don't know. Also, my neighbors are, like, throwing a rager, and if you hear, like, music in the background, I guess that's what it is, but I'm so confused, because all these homes around me are either old people who, like, need, like, multiple canes, or, like, people with, like, small children, so <laughs> I don't know who throw is throwing this rager on a Wednesday that's evening. That's exciting. Um, and it's only, it like, out. six. Yeah, let me go hit up this party. Um, anyway, black or white? I'm going to have to say white. All right, we'll do it. Oh, congratulations! Oh, should we have a drum roll? What do you think it is, Kara? Gryffindor? Question mark? Gryffindor! Yes! Woo! We oh, sorted man. him correctly! Yay! Wow. I'm so this happy about that. I know, that makes me so happy. I'm so excited for the rest of these. Okay, for Louie, here we go. First question. Dawn or dusk? Huh. I'm gonna go dusk. <laughs> But I'm thinking, like, Don, yeah, because I don't think he's a morning person, but, like, if he stayed up all night, like, partying or, like, doing something. Yeah. But, yeah, dusk, dusk. Okay. <clears throat> okay, this is the um, animal question. So we have all these different animals. Okay, I think he'd also have an owl because I can't see him having a cat. Screech owl, maybe? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, <clears throat> this is the troll has gone berserk in the headmasters. What order are we going to save the different things in? The ruins, the book of ruins, the a thousand years of records, or the cure for dragon pox? I feel like sort of same order, right? It's, yeah, you know. I think so too. Yeah. That's like so, the, like, what other order would you do, though, to be honest? I don't like, know. No one cares about records, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. You enter an enchanted garden. What would you, what would you be most curious to examine first? The silver-leafed tree bearing golden apples? The fat red toadstools that appear, appear to be talking to each other? The bubbling pool in the depth of which something luminous is swirling. The statue of an old wizard with a strangely twinkling eye. Hmm. hmm. I'm thinking the, like, weird pool thing. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Okay. Why cool. did you laugh? Why did you laugh when I said the the toadstools talking to each other one? I don't remember why I was laughing. Oh, I just think it was, like, a funny image. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, I was just picturing Harry talking to them. <laughs> oh my god, yes! <laughs> Can't wait to do his. As usual, yes. we saved Harry for the end, because that's the best. <laughs> um, okay, which of the following would you most like to study? Centaurs? Goblins? people, Ghosts? <clears throat> vampires? Werewolves? Or trolls? This is hard. I feel like Louis would be really into studying all these, like, evil animals. Not evil, yeah. I mean, like, scary. <laughs> yeah huh hmm. why am i i'm going for vampire just because i feel like that's the most like ominous out of all mm -hmm. of them all right let's do vampire i didn't really have one okay all right one of your housemates has cheated in a hogwarts exam by using a self-spelling quill now he has come to top of the class in charms beating you into second place professor flitwick is suspicious of what happened he draws you to one side after his lesson and asks you whether or not your classmate used a forbidden quill what would you do lie and say you don't know but hope that somebody else tells professor flitwick the truth tell professor flitwick that he ought to ask your classmate and resolve to tell your classmate that if he doesn't tell the truth you will Tell Professor Flitwick the truth. If your classmate is prepared to win by cheating, he deserves to be found out. Also, as you are both in the same house, any points he loses will be regained by you for coming first in his place. You would not wait to be asked to tell Professor Flitwick the truth. If you knew that somebody was using a forbidden quill, you would tell the teacher before the exam started. That's the one I chose when I took this. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Oh, you, the, you you would have told them already. <laughs> oh man, I was the one who's like, eh, it doesn't matter to me. I like just yeah, not my life, not my problem, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's my mindset. But I'm trying to think because I feel like Louis is a very competitive person. So if he was B and yeah. L, but I feel like academically he's not. Like I can never, I could never see him being like the the yeah. tattletale or like the snitch. But. I don't know, because I, I, I see his competitive side, but I also see his, like, you know, like, he doesn't really care. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he'd be the one that just, like, what was the first one, like, don't, not tell? Lie and say you don't know, but hope that somebody else tells Professor uh, Huh. I'm either going for that one or, <clears throat> I don't know, what are you thinking? There should have been one that was, like, please, I'm the one who was using the quill. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Um, I was either thinking, okay, so the first one or the 
tell Professor Flitwick that he should ask, he ought to ask the flat, the classmate and tell your classmate that if he doesn't tell the truth, you will. Either that one or the top one. I, I can't know. say Louis like having an ultimatum <laughs> with this person over like this kind of thing though. Like I, yeah, like, I can't true. see it. So I think like the first one, because I think okay. like Louis chill about that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, how would you like to be known in history? The wise, the good, the great, or the bold? The bold. Not, yeah, not the wise. No. Not the good. <laughs> I'd say the bold, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> heads or tails? I hate this. Uh, <laughs> I um, don't know. I feel like heads. Yeah, okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> okay, drum roll. Oh, my God. I didn't sound like a noise. <laughs> we got Hufflepuff. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I can actually see that now, like, thinking about it. because like, Hufflepuff for Louis. Because, like, Hufflepuffs are very loyal. And, like, he's, like, the loyal yeah. to the bone. And also, like, he's a very chill, down-to-earth kind of guy, like, who just, like, wants to, like, have a good time. And mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, yeah, I, I really do see him in Gryffindor, but I also could see him. I Now I can see him in Hufflepuff, man. Like he's going to give Hufflepuff a good name again. Shout out to those Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Yay. So Louie Hufflepuff. I sort of see it. Definitely yeah, see like, it more like Gryffindor or yeah, Slytherin. So, or maybe yeah. not even Slytherin anymore. More Gryffindor. All right. So we're just going to do two of the boys um, quizzes for Sorting Hat here. And then the other ones we're going to put on a bonus episode um, because it's quite long. So if you want to hear us sorting the other boys, make sure to check out um, the other episode that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, And now we're going to just move on to some other questions Harry Potter related for each of the boys. So the first one is, um, what job would each boy hold if they were in the wizarding world? And let us, and I think these are so interesting also because I've read a lot of fan fictions where the One Direction is placed in the Wizarding World and the Mm -hmm. boys, like, they do, they are sorted in houses and they are holding different jobs or at school or, like, out in the world. So I just, I think it's so cool to think back on all the different things I've read of what people think and then also what I think sort of going in there. Um... But yeah, so let's talk about what jobs they would hold in the wizarding world. And what would you say for Liam? Um, so I was thinking like a curse breaker. Um, because I think that's like, you know, high intensity and you get to like travel to different places and like be in kind of like high risk situations. Um, and like it's intense and fun. Um, and I think I could never see Liam like at a desk job or like doing something that's like just like the same thing day after day. Um, so I definitely could see him being like a curse breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I had him as an auror. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had Louis as an auror, so I thought like it would be like a Lilo team, like they'd be partners. Oh my and, gosh. Like, Liam would be more like the the brute and like the force and fighting, and Louis would also be that, but he'd also have sort of an edge of like like the sort of thinking about it and witty side of him. Yes. Like, the, you know, the smarts and they'd like be a really good team to work together as aurors. I really want, like, a TV show now that's, like, a crime drama as them being, like, like buddy or cop yes. deal. And, like, it's, like, the X-Files, but it's, like, Lilo. And yeah. it's them, and like, being Aurors. Like, oh, man, that'd be amazing. Especially because after seeing them at the Brits, we're, like, because it was only the two of them. Like, yes. they were the ones that hugged each other. And then yes. there was a whole bunch of photos backstage, and it was just them. And, like, they were being goofy mm-hmm. and silly. I don't know. It just... 
I love their friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you have for Louie? I had Aurora, too. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, and then for Zane, what did you have? I had a dragon keeper slash trainer. Um, I just feel like Zane is very, I think he loves animals a lot, and I could definitely see him, uh, you know, working with dragons, because they're just, like, I don't know, I feel like they're they're seen as, like, violent creatures, but I could see him, like, you know, like, you know, seeing past their uh, public image and just, like, being really close with them, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Zane as a professor of mm. transfiguration. Ooh. I feel like he could work at Hogwarts, and it would be, like, something transfiguration or, like, charms or something. Yeah. Um, that's more, like, um, like, smarts-wise, I guess, or, like, book yeah. smarts type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he would just look really nice as a professor. Just Very know. true. <laughs> um, I actually had, for Niall, I had the dragon trainer. Oh. Um, like Charlie from the books. I just think, um, like, I don't know, I feel like Niall would just have, like, a way with them or something. I could see yeah. that. Or, like, and, and I keep picturing the interview, the Harry and Niall or Neri interview, um, where they were talking, Niall was like, um, like, you just have to make sure you don't go walk by girls' schools at certain points or something, and he, and he was like, of course I don't, like, I don't go walking by girls' schools or something, something like that, and I feel like it was just so sassy, and I, and, like, uh, like, of course he knew what, like, I don't know, because sometimes, like, his, like, more, I don't know, like, witty, like, thinky side comes out or something. Yeah. And I could see him saying something like that similar to dragons, like... Like, he would know stuff about them. That was, like, a horrible comparison, <laughs> but I, I can't I can't explain it. But he would say something like, of course you don't stand by them. Or, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> my, my, also, my Nile accent is not good right now. I know, it just sounds like a kind of, like, an elf. Like, um, <laughs> like a Keebler elf who, like, bakes cookies in a tree. But I, I like it because I feel like that's Nile. Yeah, basically yeah. is. Yeah. Um, what did you have for Nile? I had a Quidditch commentator slash manager mm-hmm. of a Quidditch team. I just think, oh, like, really? the other episode when we talked about, like, who the boys would be as Quidditch, I mean, what, as uh, Harry Potter characters, and you said the Quidditch commentator. I don't remember his name, um, but, yeah, I think that was just, like, perfect, and I could definitely see him, like, really loving that job, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking on his name, too. What is it? Fred and George's friend. I'm, like, Googling it. Um... No, I don't want to waste this time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, really thinking about it. Okay. Anyway. Okay, what did you have for Harry? I had a healer just because I Lee feel Jordan. Like... Lee Jordan. Got it. Oh, Sorry. yeah. Yep, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Leroy. Like, Leroy Jenkins. Um, I don't know what that's from. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I had healer for Harry just because I feel like he has a very, like, healing energy and a very, like, healing mm-hmm. presence. And I feel like yeah. he would... In another life, I think that he would be, like, some sort of, like, healer nurse. that uses, like, yeah, or just, like, a healer that uses, like, the energy from the earth and, like, puts, like, oh. crystals on you and, like, mm-hmm. different, like, grasses and, like, leaves from trees. And, like, I feel like that would be Harry. But, like, in, totally. you know, this universe, he'd be using magic. So, I think that's, like, yeah. Yeah. I had two for Harry. I also mm-hmm. said healer. Mm. Um, I think I just... And in and, and the fix I've read where he's healer, I really like his characterization. So, like... That, that's part of it um mm. or like something to do with like care of magical creatures or something like mm. raising like baby animals like baby oh, creatures yeah. like 
I don't know. I could see him doing something like that as well. Mm. Um, not not like not like Hagrid's job, <laughs> but like yeah. something like a nursery for like some special. Oh animals. my gosh! Yes, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then let's do best subjects for each of the boys at Hogwarts. What okay. would be their best subject? And let's start with Liam again. So I had Muggle studies. I just love the idea of. <laughs> Um, Liam being like really into like muggle things like Arthur Weasley. Totally. I just I love Arthur Weasley so much and his like fascination with like the most like mundane muggle things um mm-hmm. is just like one of my favorite parts of the books. And I think that Liam would definitely be into like learning about mm-hmm. it and just like be really fascinated about it. Um so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I like that. I was mm-hmm. actually when I was thinking of this, I didn't choose muggle studies. But I was like, muggle studies. Maybe he is a muggle and he succeeds in muggle studies because he is. (laughs) Because I feel like, I don't know, I don't picture Liam as doing like super well in school, like Mm. academic wise. Um, But yeah, muggle studies, I would love to see him like get into that. Yeah. Um, But I chose flying for Liam. (laughs) Just because I feel like he would exceed in that. Like, yeah. Other. There's, I don't know, I don't see him in like two of the academic y ones. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Well. Um, okay, Louis, what did you have for Louis? I had Defense Against the Dark Arts, just because that's mm-hmm. like so like intense and fun and exciting mm-hmm. and like riveting. So I definitely think that Louis like wants like hands on type of yeah. learning. I definitely think he's like that kind of learner. So yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I put that as well. And I think it's like cool. hands on, but also like intel. Like I hate saying intelligence because I think there's lots of ways to be intelligent. But, yeah. Like, like there's also sort of that other side that you have to think about it more. Yeah, it's like quick um, wit. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I feel like he's really good at that. Yeah. Um, okay, then what did you have for Zane? I had Care of Magical Creatures. Um, like, mm-hmm. the same reason I put for Dragon Trainer, just because he, I think he has, like, a really deep love for animals, so I definitely could see him really bonding with all the animals that he, like, learns to mm-hmm. take care of and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I had Transfiguration or Charms mm. or Astronomy. I feel like he Ooh. could, like become friends with the um what's it called the the half men half horse people. centaur centaurs yeah like he would like befriend them and like yeah. learn about astronomy from them and like mm. all the different things that they do with the stars and oh saturn's in the blah 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 sphere now <laughs> <laughs> that must mean something's coming yeah i don't know um something like that yeah. Uh, and then for Niall, what did you have? Okay, I think it's back at it again with my thing of Niall being Neville for some reason, but um, I've said herbology or charms. I really literally oh. do not know why. I just, like, see <laughs> Niall just, like, being adorable and, like, getting really excited about some, like, cool plant in the greenhouse. I don't think, I don't know. Or just, like, charms, just because it's, like, kind of, like, the lighter side of magic and just, like, kind of, like, fun mm. and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. One of the two. Maybe both. Maybe none. Who knows? Yeah, Niall's so hard. I just, like, randomly put potions because, like, I thought <laughs> I thought of food and, like, making food is sort of similar to making potions. <laughs> but I didn't really... I like your explanations better. The charms one makes sense to me, like, the lighthearted thing. Yeah. Niall um, is truly an, an enigma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, and then for Harry, what did you have? I put astronomy just because I could really see him, like, being into, like... 
I don't know, just like contemplating space and just like mm. all the like cool things. And like, I feel like he'd be into stargazing, um, like, mm. you know, going into the classroom at like midnight to stargaze. Um, I don't know. I could he'd definitely also see make friends with the centaurs. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I had Harry as herbology or care of magical creatures. Again, Ooh, yeah. sort of similar, like, him wanting to take care of other things. And, like, this is not Harry in real life. This is, like, Harry in my head, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> him being, like, <laughs> this caring, like, want to take care of all the babies and the plants and grow them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, okay. If we were to put them on a Quidditch team or... If they were going to be on the Quidditch team, like, what position would they play and would they be there or not? That was a horrible way of asking this question. <laughs> but, okay, for Liam, I'll start, I guess, because you okay. keep starting. Um, not because you're choosing to start, because I'm telling you to start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I said yes, he'd be on the team. And I said he'd either be the keeper or the beater. I feel like beater for sure i feel like he's like more muscular and like would like protect his teammates and like beat the other people or like just a keeper because i see like sort of similar vibes to ron and liam and like yeah. ron was the keeper for the gryffindor team mm. um so yeah what did you have i had beater too just for the same reasons because i feel like he's like a strong guy and like that just like really fits like my persona yeah. of him in my head so mm-hmm. yeah um Okay, then for Louis, I said he would either be... He would be on the team. I feel like he would be captain at one yep. point, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking that, too. Yeah, I love oh, all the fix. I need to read a Harry Potter fix. I know, me too. You know, um, I have an essay due tomorrow, but, like, <laughs> whatever. And that thing you have to go do tonight or whatever it is. Oh, I, I'm not going to that anymore, but that's okay. Oh. Um... So, yeah, I said he would either be the chaser or a seeker. Because I feel like those are more fast-paced and, like, thinking mm. and, like, quick type thing um so i don't know i couldn't i couldn't decide chaser or seeker but what do you think yeah i put chaser just because i think that's like it's just like all action all the time yeah um, true and it's like more team-based because the seeker is like sort of just on on his own you know it's so like true okay so, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced chaser it is. <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> um okay for zane what did you have um so i don't know i like tried to like think about if he would be on the team or not but um just like in another world that he really likes sports i guess um i think that he would be the seeker if anything because i think that's like very like very you know um in his mm -hmm. own head and it's like you know it's like basically i don't know it's like I, he's part of the team but it's like he's his own like teammate you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. kind of just like yeah so the seeker yeah i get that um I put none, but, like, I see what you're saying about the Seeker. And I feel like with the Seeker, like, you sort of have to, like, step back and, like, watch the whole thing at yeah. once and, like, see what's going on. And that's definitely something Zane would do. Especially now thinking about with Louie. Louie would not do that. He wouldn't, like, stay still and watch, so. Yeah, and Niall's, like, I mean, not Niall. Zane's, like, super observant. That was another reason. Yeah. Like, I feel like I yeah. could definitely see him being very observant. Um, but I would just say he wouldn't be on the team in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Then for Niall, I said, um, like, if he was on the team, maybe a chaser, 
Um, but I feel like he'd be more the announcer, like you yeah. talked about earlier. Um, yeah. I feel like he'd just, and he'd be friends with everyone on the team and oh, like yeah, know sure. everything about it, but he would be more of an announcer, you know? Yeah. I think I was going to say that too, because I was going to say like a manager type person, like one of those like sort of fake managers who like just kind of like, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like he's more the type of person who'd like want to be friends with everyone on every team. So like he'd be yeah. an announcer so he could be like more neutral about everything. So. Yeah. Um, and then for Harry, this one's hard because I've read fix where he's both on the team and ones where he's not on the team. And yeah. I like both like characterizations. Yeah. Um, I think like in a world he could be, and if he was on the team, again, it's so hard for me to place like maybe keeper, maybe chaser, um, maybe seeker, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> or just not on the team and so yeah. just like be a fan of it maybe. Yeah. Know. That was like my initial um instinct was to put him not on the team and like he'd be more involved in like something like spew or something yeah um but also but also he would go to every single game obviously um and support uh, his he friends he'd have best friends yeah oh yeah for sure um but also oh, i think if he was on the team i think he'd be a keeper but a really bad one and if he was on the <laughs> same team as louis like louis would get so pissed and like tell him to like get off the field um, oh Harold. <laughs> i know i know but like he i don't think he'd be good at quidditch i'm sorry harry oh Harold. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he has other he has other talents. Oh, and for for people who don't know, Spew is the organization that's trying to free house elves. <laughs> yes, I know. I yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. One D as a J.K. Rowling spell. I said J.K. Rowling just because you know she made up all these awesome spells, which yeah. I think is incredible. Yeah. Um. So Liam, what did you have for Liam? I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but I oh, have... these are all going to be taken the wrong way. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had Confundus, which is, uh, it's like a confusing spell and you like confuse someone I with totally it. I totally see that. Just because I feel like sometimes Liam like literally has no idea what's going on. Um, in like a very endearing watch- way, in a very endearing way. Um, totally. but I think I could definitely absolutely see him, like, being the Confundus spell and, like, There's just kind of not knowing what's going on. If you go back and watch interviews, like, with all the boys, things go over Liam's head so yeah. much. Yeah. In so <laughs> much. And, I, and I mean, we can think of one in particular, obviously. Um, the, the Sugarscape one a long time yes. ago. Yes. But there's other ones where he just, like, doesn't get things that are happening or takes things seriously when it's, like, a whole joke and it just completely <laughs> goes over his head. Yeah. Um, it's so cute, though. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had Expelliarmus for Liam. Oh, interesting. Um, Just because I feel like it's, like, a solid, like... Uh, it's always my explanation with Liam. Like, <laughs> solid, <laughs> solid, useful, sort of basic, like everyday type of spell that you need to use but like super useful yeah you can um, always count on it yeah yeah exactly that's like literally i'm sure we've used the same words to describe liam every time i think that was Um, good though yeah thanks okay what did you have for louis i had uh the ridiculous i don't know how to Uh pronounce it spell which um ridiculous ridiculous yeah um that uh transforms bogarts like which are really scary creatures or like it uh, manifest as your like worst fear into like something like uh really funny and I think that like perfectly explains Louis as a human being um mm-hmm. I think that he's like so good at like making I could like I mean not that I know this firsthand but I think that he could like make someone laugh when they're like really scared or like in a mm-hmm. tough situation so yeah I like that um what would you think 
Well, how, for you, what would your Bogart take the shape of? Oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Um, I because it has to be like a physical thing. It can't be like because I'm afraid of heights, but I don't think a Bogart could like make well, me could see be like, height. Yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know. Could be or like, like a really clip. scary like ghost or something. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that what are you? a great answer. <laughs> what about you? I, I always think of just Mrs. Weasley when, when she saw her Bogart, which, like, flashed between all her children dead. Oh, um, man, yeah, Like, okay. I think of something like that with, like, my siblings dead or, like, someone, or, so, or like, maybe someone with a gun or a knife. Yeah, I mean, that's true. This is just scary. This is getting depressing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what did you have for, oh, the, I mean, you, you just did Louie. Okay, yeah. so my Louie. I did Leva Corpus for Louie, which is a spell that makes you hang upside down by your ankles. And this was actually created by Snape, so it wasn't a spell before Snape created it. Don't really understand the whole making up new spells type thing. Yeah, how does that happen? <laughs> no idea. Um, but I feel like Louie would definitely be, like, some spell someone, like, made up to, like, I don't know... I don't I feel like he, even he would make up a spell. Like, he would be someone who could create his own spells, and it would be, like, hanging people upside down by the ankles. I think that would be, like, sort yeah. of a cheeky, sort of funny thing, I guess. Yeah, and he'd only use it for, like, pranks and stuff. He would never use it yeah. as, like, an attack yeah. or something. Exactly. Um, and then what did you have for Zane? I had Stupefy, which, like, stuns the person. I just feel like... Because you look at him and then... Yeah, that's literally my... An- that's literally <laughs> why I put it. I was just like... I feel like he literally is so just beautiful that, like, you see him and he just, like, stops you in your tracks, you know? And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the spell does, so... Totally. Um, <laughs> I don't really like mine. I put Defendo for Zane, which is the spell that cut or rips things. Ooh. Uh, just because I feel like... I don't know. It's like back when we did the kitchen utensil one day. Oh, true, like, true. I said he was like a steak knife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I just feel like he's like sharp and sort of like, I don't know, cut and ripped. Like, it's very like sharp and... I could see it. Like, he's sharp like mentally and he's sharp yeah. like his cheekbones, so, and his exactly. like jawline, so it works. It exactly. works. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a combination of sharp things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what did you have for Niall? I had Lumos Maxima, which is, like, the light yes. spell, but, like, a lot of it. Um, and I just think he is a light, and he would be he the maximum light. light. So I think that just really works well. So Totally. I had Lumos, but I like your Lumos Maxima. You went the distance with that one. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's just the light in everyone's life. Pretty oh, much. absolutely, yeah. Um, and then what did you have for Harry? I had Akio. Um, I say Osio, actually. Do you? So I oh, do. well, um, little, little talk direction tiff right ha- here, but, um, I don't really have any, like, strong feelings, but I'm just gonna st- stick with Akio. Um, <laughs> um Jif or No, if you say Jif, I... No, I say Gif, don't okay. worry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> At least we agree on that. But yeah, I feel like Harry, like, draws, he's, like, a huge, like... I don't know, he, like, draws people to him in the Akio spell, or Osio, if, you know, Caitlin, um, <laughs> would be, yeah. Um, he, he, like, what was I saying? The Akio spell, like, he draws... draws you to him. Yeah, well, the Akio spell, like, you can, like, get something to, to you. What's it called? Like, levitated to you, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I feel like he he's a very like what's the opposite of repellent? <laughs> uh, magnetic. Yeah, very magnetic, uh, charismatic type person. So I think that was mm-hmm. my reasoning. That is a perfect reasoning, and also the reason I chose Osio. <laughs> oh hey. Um, and I also I actually had two. Okay. I had Osio. I said because he's like always pulling me towards him and like pulling people towards him. Yeah. Um. So like same reasoning, and then I said when Guardian Leviosa. It's a Leviosa, not a Leviosa. Um, because he lifts me up and he lifts Aww. people up and, like, makes you happy. That's so cute. I um, love that. Thanks. I feel like that those are definitions, or not our definitions, our explanations for Harry were, like, the best ones. Probably. Um, okay, final question. What would each of the boys' Patronuses be? Um, this one I had trouble with. Me too, me too, it man. It was hard. Um, so I have multiple answers for some of them, but let's start with Liam. What did you have for Liam? I said a golden retriever. I just feel like it's the most, I don't know. It just like really fits his personality. It's like loyal. It's, you know, bubbly. Mm -hmm. It bounces around. It's just like there for you. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Like I, even like when I was getting into the fandom, like Louis, what Liam was like a puppy and like a golden retriever puppy is like, just like the epitome of like puppy, you know? So mm-hmm. that's what I'm I saying. I had similar, but I had Labrador. Oh, something. okay. Yeah, was, yeah. And I was thinking Golden Lab. Mm. Um, so similar, sort of same dog, like um, loyal, cute, Brave. playful yeah. type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Louie, what did you have? I had a lion just because I think they're like very protective. And mm-hmm. I just feel like he can be ferocious, but like only when it's needed although I guess lions are pretty ferocious but like I don't know I just like saw a lion I just feel like he would have like a big powerful Patronus um mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know I just I just see like a lion like a full-grown like male lion interesting when I was thinking for Louie I thought lion and I thought like more female lion just because oh interesting yeah I, I guess think, like, more they, they do the hunting and like they protect the kids and stuff I yeah don't know. Hmm. um but I, I stuck to the cat family, but okay. I said a lynx instead. Ooh, interesting. Um, I just, I saw a picture and I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> and I don't know, like cat, I definitely see like the whole cat, like sort of, they used, like with big cats, you see them like preying on things or sort of being sneaky and quiet and like, yeah. like protective. Yep. And this one just is really pretty looking too. And it just reminded me of, of Louie. Mm. Um, then what did you have for Zane? I have, like, a black cat, like, a slinky black cat or a jaguar, um, mm. just because, like, sort of the same reasoning. I just think they're, like, sort of, like, quiet and just, like, sort of, like, reserved and introverted and introspective, even though I don't I don't know what they're thinking. But, you know, like, we don't know what Zane's thinking, so. Exactly. Um, yeah, I could definitely he see. He really didn't. He upped and left. We didn't That's even know. That's too damn true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what'd you have? Uh, I had, well, I have one that's an animal and then one's this sort of, like, a side comment. The (laughs) animal one (laughs) is a poison dart frog, um, because those ones are super pretty looking and, like, I don't know, you always, like, want to go and touch them and they almost look fake because they're so, like, um, like, colorful and whatnot, but then Mm -hmm. they're poisonous and they, like, can leap really fast and... I don't know. I don't know if that. I mean, I guess you can see a connection. <laughs> Zane can leap really fast. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm concluding on. I mean, he left away from one direction. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. And it was poisonous. So there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm not bitter. I mean, I've, I've made my peace. So 
Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep making jokes. Like, Yeah, you have to. It's just yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, And then my sort of side comment thing was that I have, like, Vila, but I think Zane would be part Vila. Like, I could Ooh, see his, like, yeah. grandmother being a Vila. Oh. And then, like, because he's so pretty, like, he would have to be some type of part Vila or something. Okay. They're, like, beautiful creatures that draw people to them. And, like, mm-hmm. Zane is just a beautiful creature. And oh, he's, for like, sure. he'd, he'd be part Vila or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then what did you have for Niall? Oh my god, I had the most difficult time. I did not know, but the first thing that popped into my mind and the one that I went with was sloth. And (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm not doing Niall justice, but I literally could not think of anything else. Like, maybe a different type of dog, but I don't know what Uh type of dog. Like, maybe a small, fluffy one. But, like, I just thought of sloth and, like, I don't know, some... I don't know if sloths can fight. Like maybe a kangaroo. Actually, yeah, kangaroo. Now I'm thinking about oh, yeah, it. I don't I know that. why. I literally have no idea why, but kangaroo. It's sort of like a feeling, a vibe in your bones. You yes, know? that king vibe, kangaroo vibe. I I did think of kangaroo when I was trying. I was like penguin, kangaroo. <laughs> um, but I went to otter. Oh, uh, I think just because like they're playful and fun, and there's cute videos of them online. That's so true. Um, Hermione's um, Patronus is an otter. Yeah, which I, like, feel like it doesn't go the same way with Hermione as Niall, because I don't think Hermione's, like, overly fun and playful. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, like, I think Otter is good for Niall, mm-hmm. anyway. I see that. Um, And then what did you have for Harry? I had two. Both of them are kind of ridiculous, but I was trying to think, of, like, what's, like, a ridiculous <laughs> animal that I could have Harry as, like, the Patronus? And I was thinking he would have maybe, like, a penguin as a Patronus. Uh-huh. Um, I just think that, like, penguins are, like, very family-oriented, very loving. Totally. But also just kind of, like, ridiculous animals. Like, they're just, like, a blob, and I love them for it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And also the men, like, take care of the the babies, I think. In, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would definitely be hairy. Also a whale. I don't know if, like, you can have whales oh as patronuses. Totally. But I definitely could see, like, a, a whale or, like, a... Um, like a dolphin, but I don't know mm-hmm. if that's possible, but like, I guess it's magic, so. Anything's possible, Kara. So true. What'd you, you have? just believe. So true. Um, oh, I had three different ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one I had was a unicorn. Oh, um, wow. Of course, yes. <laughs> because, um, it's magical and unique and rare and beautiful. And then... I had a butterfly because Harry's tattoo and I feel like he's just fluttery like a butterfly mm-hmm. and they're happy and beautiful and they make you smile when you see them. Mm-hmm. Except if you have a fear of butterflies. Yeah, which, which I kind of do. In my, do you? We've talked about that in my um, psychopathology class. Yeah. Uh, and it's just really interesting. We were talking about like all the different um, diagnoses of things. There's another thing that we learned about. I forget what it's called, but it's where you have a habit of pulling out your hair, and I thought of you. <laughs> oh, that is me. I've, I did yeah. trichotillomania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I pull out my hair a little bit. Um, yeah. But you don't have bald patches, which is, like, no. apparently some people, like, pluck out every single hair on their head. Yeah, and, like, I've watched I watched videos like... on it. I actually got a... Um, a discount from my haircut. I don't know if I told you this because, like, you can tell, like, in the back of my head where I have shorter pieces of hair. Um, so when the hairdresser, like, um, talked to me about it, I, like, I told her about it. And, like, later on in the appointment, like, she told me that she pulls out her hair, too. And, like, we, oh like, bonded God. over that. And then she, like, gave me a discount. So I'm like, uh, heck yeah. Thanks for my, like, weird habit giving me a little <laughs> bit of money back. Like, shout out that to her. So She's great. Funny. I know. It was really weird. <laughs> what but a good hairdresser. Yeah, she was great. 
Um, okay, so yeah, I had unicorn, then butterfly, and then I also added doe, um, oh, which is yeah. both lilies and Snape's Patronus. And I just think of, like, does are super, like, peaceful and, like, sort of stoic and they have the big eyes and yeah. they raise their babies. I don't know. They raise their babies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've mentioned babies for every single one of these for Harry. I mean, <laughs> like, it's true, though. <laughs> but you can make is. that work with any animal because any animal, like, has babies. Is a baby. Or yeah. is a baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, so that concludes our questioning. Um, so I really like that discussion of Harry Potter and One Me Direction. Too. I always love like going back to Harry Potter stuff because even though like we love the books and series, there's not. I mean, now this fandom is sort of like picking back up with like movies and plays and whatever coming out. But like, it's always nice to delve back in and have discussions like about Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Um, I just this was fun and combining One Direction with it just makes it all the better. Definitely for sure. And I hope a lot of our listeners are big Harry Potter fans, <laughs> or this episode won't really mean much to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, if you're not a Harry Potter fan, you need to pick up the books and read them I right second now. that. I second that, for sure. For real. All right, let's move into our announcements now. Um, like I said at the beginning of the episode, we're having an advice, an advice um, bonus episode as well coming up, so send us in your questions. I think we're recording it this weekend. Um, so make sure you get those in and we'll try to answer them. And then for recommendations this week, I'm recommending two different albums. The first is Macklemore and Ryan Lewis's new album, This Unruly Mess I've Made. Um, and some of my favorite songs are Light Tunnels, Growing Up, and White Privilege 2. And they actually did a live stream, um, the other night where they performed in Seattle and they live streamed it through Amazon. So I'm sure you could find that somewhere online, but mm -hmm. I just... I'm such a supporter of seeing um, musicians live and, like, if you can't go, watching different, like, live performances of them. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely check out that album and the live stream if you can. Uh, have you listened to any of it, Kara? No, I haven't. You really should. It's good. Okay. Um, it's always, like, pump-up music, I feel like, especially because there's, like, a lot of rapping. It, like, I don't know. I just love that type of sound um and then the 1975's album came out and i hadn't ever listened to like i haven't listened to their old album until like i've just listened now because i got the new album but i thought like hey their album came out like let me check it out um and it's called i like it when you sleep for you are so beautiful yet so unaware of it that's the title like. of the album yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. i like how they like threw away everything about album titles and just like made it super long yeah um but some of my favorite songs are Love Me, which is a single, and there's a music video in which he makes out with the cardboard cutout of Harry. Um, Ugh, I really like, which I think there might be a music video. I'm not sure. Please Be Naked, which is actually, there's no words to the song. It's just a, a musical song, <laughs> but it's really soft and be beautiful. I mean, that's the title, but, like, it doesn't, it's just, like, it sounds like sort of lullaby-ish music mm -hmm. or, like, um quiet music and then nana which is about his nana that's a really it. weird like order that, that you put that in <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like definitely a like there's eclectic song names on this album yeah but, um it's just like really funky and i'm I, i'm more of a person who likes music that i can either sing to or dance to and like not all of this music on this album is that type of music which mm. i think is why frank ocean didn't draw me in mm. as much um, cause I don't feel like the beat and I have to get used to it. So like, I have to 
I don't know. It's not something I'm as accustomed to. Yeah. Um, but like, I've just been listening to these albums on repeat and especially 1975, like more of a different, more, more of like electro, what is it? Synth pop than I'm used to, but I really like it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would recommend you check out those albums. Nice. I, I like that we're recommending like music that isn't directly or like things that aren't directly related to One Direction because I think it like gets people to like know us better and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also I feel better about what I'm gonna re- recommend because it's not One Direction, <laughs> but it's music related, so that counts. Um, so um, I've been loving Rihanna's new album called Anti or Anti. Um, she released it for free. You can get it for free if you just go like on title like it's for free even if you don't have a title subscription um oh i didn't know that yeah and that's also on a spotify you know it's on everything um mm-hmm. but i'm not sure if it's on itunes yay for or, accessibility yeah i know and it's it's so good like i don't know i was never i always you know i love rihanna as a person as a human being like her style is incredible she's just so cool her attitude um i've never mm-hmm. like i you know i've liked her singles and stuff but i never listened to like a full album of hers and like mm-hmm. this album is so cool and it just like i feel like it's different from what else like other things she's done like the single that she has out now work is like pretty like classic rihanna and stuff i guess but like if you listen to the other songs like a lot of them are very like more deeply emotional but like doesn't lose the like rihanna edge to it so it's like emotion mm-hmm. like rihanna edge and i think it's like really cool my favorites are desperado love on the brain which is like this really soulful cool tone that like i don't think people would expect from rihanna um I don't know, just, like, the entire album's, like, so... I don't know, I just love it so much. And I've been listening to it on repeat for so long. And also, um, I actually just started listening to this today. Um, but it's I, it's becoming, like... I've really been liking it. It's um, Willow Smith's new album. Um, Ooh, and she just I didn't goes know by. She had an album. She is like, I'm gonna send you some like songs because she is incredible. Yes. Her, she just goes by Willow now. Um, but her new album. Came That's out, what they're all doing these days. Well, Willow did it's it first, cool so thing. yeah. <laughs> Actually, Beyonce and Adele. Well, okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> Zayn, <laughs> Socrates. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's called Our Dip. Because I'm gonna butcher that, but it's the newest album of hers, um, and it's so cool. And I haven't listened to all those songs yet, but it just like if you listen, like I think that a lot of people know her from her song like "Whip My Hair" or "Whip My Hair." I think that's what's called hair. I don't know, some like the really like old school. It's like from years and years ago, but like this is. I whip my hair back yeah. and forth. I whip my Thank hair. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> Um, I can always count on Caitlin for the singing in this podcast. I know, right? (laughs) But it's, like, so different, and it's so, like, I don't even know. It, like, transports you to, like, a different plane, like, a different planet, different universe. It's so cool, and it's so, like, emotionally raw and interesting, and it makes me want to, like, write poetry, and I don't know. I was listening to it, like, walking home, and I was just, like, I'm so inspired to be creative right now. Um, and it's just like so like raw and awesome and also another song that's not on this album but I love from her is called Female Energy it's so good oh man it's one of my favorite songs sounds good just from the title definitely and my favorite album that I mean favorite song that I've heard from um her newest album is wait a minute i think so far or cycles cycles but wait a minute it's definitely the number one so definitely go check it out because it's like definitely something that you wouldn't expect from you know if you only heard what my hair so yeah prepare to Ooh, be i'm excited amazed. now yeah it's pretty weird to, but amazing i've listened to some of rihanna's like while i was walking but i, yeah. I didn't like listen listen like yeah. i just sort of stuck it on because i wanted to listen to the album but didn't like 
dedicate myself yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to listen more to her and definitely checking out Willow for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tweet of the week. My tweet of the week comes from Harry's older sister, Gemma. Um, and she tweeted, follow for updates on our new site launch. Not long to go, rocket ship emoji. <laughs> and this is called, they, they have a new Twitter and a site that they're launching called La Femme Collective. And they describe it as a space created for women seeking and sharing stories, advice, and answers about their careers. Um, and then on the Twitter page, it defines the word hashtag entrefemur, like entrepreneur, oh, but entrefemur, um, that says an empowered woman who inspires others to lead kick-ass lives. Um, so I'm just really excited about that. And like, it just, Gemma writes for like a couple of, or I guess more one sort of the debrief, which is like a feminist um, newspaper for young women. And, and this is cool. So this is her. And I know her friend um, from New York. What's her name? I'm blanking on her name is working on it with her and probably some other people that she knows. So I'm excited to see what this is because I feel like Gemma is like, I don't know. I really like her. I think she's a good role model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm excited to see, like, where that goes, because I just, like, love yeah. her writing style and things. Yeah. Um. So my tweet of the week is the one we already talked about, is the one that Niall tweeted after the Brits, just because I thought it was, like, very cute, and I, we haven't, like, heard mm-hmm. some um, fan support. Um. You know, it's always there in the background, but it's it's lovely to hear them tweet about it. It's just the, you guys are on a different level. Thank you so much for the support. Glad Liam and Louie were there. It sounded like a great evening. Um. Yeah. I just thought it was great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, and then our question of the week is, how would you sort each boy into the houses and why? Um, and do you agree with our Pottermore houses? Or, like, if you take the Pottermore house quiz as if that you were one of the boys, what did you get? Ooh, yeah. Because obviously there's, like, a different selection of questions each time you take it, so that could really impact the answers. Um, so especially for our Louis and our Harry, which we didn't necessarily think that they would get into the houses that we put them in. Yeah. Um. So let us know if you take the quiz or what house you're in and why. Yes. Um, oh, I would love that. Do that too. Yeah. Let us know. Um, you can just Google Pottermore and then make an account. Um, you just need an email address. Or general feedback and suggestions for the show. Anything you want to comment on that we talked about today uh, or if questions or news stories you want to have us answer. Remember our advice episodes coming up. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to episode number 37 on Talk Direction. Um, follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our website, talkdirection.tumblr.com for all the show notes and other fun things. Or you can just, you know, shout out to us and we'll answer you, possibly. <laughs> um, we're trying to get better at that. Um, and I also wanted to say, <clears throat> a lot of times if you email us or, like, send something on... Um, tumblr or something we might be collecting it to put into a future episode so we might not respond like directly Mm -hmm. right then or like on it but like we've been collecting a lot of listener reactions for different songs and we're going to do a bonus episode with a ton of listener reactions where we go into them um so don't think we haven't seen it or read it or Mm -hmm. know what it is so just yeah don't worry um so yeah then follow us on talk talk direction on instagram we're just talk direction or follow us individually on twitter i'm caitlin ir foster and that's c-a-i-t-l-i-n and kara where can they find you i'm kara underscore pond and kara is with the c and then also remember that we teamed up with audible 
to allow you guys to get a free audiobook download of your choice if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash talk direction you can check out a whole bunch of free books and we've been recommending the um, one direction audio autobiography um, and you can listen to the boys actually read the story yourselves um, themselves so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um, but yeah make sure you also go to iTunes and rate and review us or subscribe so you are getting the new episodes every week downloaded to your device as soon as they come out or you can follow us on SoundCloud and also listen to the episodes there um, I'm Caitlin and I'm Kara thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you next time for episode 38 Bye!